0: Welcome to Book Bumble, the podcast for people who love to read. In each episode, we'll introduce a stack of books that are tied together with a common connection to help take a deeper dive into each story.
1: We provide a space to talk books that is friendly and deep with a little hint of geek. I'm Laura Pleasants, And I'm Leslie Hopping.
0: And we are two friends who love spending time with our families, visiting libraries,
1: and reading great books. We are so happy you joined us. Let's get started.
0: Hi, Leslie. Hi, Laura. Welcome, everyone. This is episode 38. Today, our stack of books is tied together with a common theme of cozy reads. We know it isn't winter or blanket weather, although it has been that kind of summer here in Ohio. It doesn't stop us from wanting to grab a cozy and fall into the story and away from reality. We'll also share a book in hand that
1: might surprise you. (laughs) Laura, what book do you want to start with?
0: Okay, I'd like to share The Golden Spoon by Jessa Maxwell. This came out in March, and it's a debut novel. Here's the starting point. First of all, let me ask you. Do you like the Great British Baking Show? I do. Okay.
1: I do. All right. Should I hold on? Yes.
0: Yes. You're going to love it. Here's the starting (laughs) point. Bake Week, a massively popular baking competition show, is filming its 10th season with a few changes. Betsy Martin, America's grandmother and baker extraordinaire, (laughs) is still hosting at her family estate, Grafton. Betsy isn't quite as grandmotherly as everyone expects. (laughs) And this year, she's joined by a new co-host, celebrity chef Archie. And there's instant friction. Six baking hopefuls arrive at Grafton, each with hopes, dreams, different specialties, and secrets, of course. Things begin to go awry right away when strange things happen to the contestants as they compete in the challenges. And then a murder changes everything. Oh, <laughs> so <this laughs> that is, is a
1: strange thing. Right?
0: Also. <laughs> so this is what I loved about this novel. It's just pure fun. If you like Cozy Mysteries, Baking, The Great British Baking Show, The Game of Clue, oh. you're going to love this book. It has multiple perspectives that alternate between characters, and that allows you to get to know the contestants and Betsy. It has a great setting. So the estate house was both cozy and foreboding, Mm. and it was a little bit spooky. I could picture it perfectly. We get to read about the contestants baking their way through bread, pie, and cake. (laughs) I love the descriptions of their creations, and I would suggest not reading this (laughs) on an empty stomach. It was good, if a little predictable, There was a twist at the end, which you probably are going to figure out, Mm -hmm. but it did leave an opening for a possible sequel. That's fun. And I like the way that the book began with the murder of an unknown character and then kept flashing Mm. back. You're trying to figure out who the victim would be the whole book. I don't mind a little predictably, predictability in a cozy. Right. I mean, I think this book would be a good palate cleanser or a book to read when you need a break or have been in a slump, which happens to me quite often. Mm-hmm. It's a quick read. The sh- chapters are short, and they allowed me to fly through it in 24 hours, and that was during a work week. Oh. So there's also a mystery within a mystery with something revealed that happened in the manor house many years ago. And I would have actually read a book about just that storyline. <laughs> that's right. Yeah. And it was really fun to dislike Betsy. Oh,
1: the grand, That's the grandmotherly host. hostess.
0: Yes. yes. And it made me think about how when we watch these shows mm-hmm. on TV, we have this certain idea of who these people are in real life. Mm. And it was really fun to watch these six contestants come Mm -hmm. and they're meeting Betsy and she's been their idol forever. And then they kind of see, like, wait a minute, (laughs) what, I didn't expect her to do that or say that. And I thought that was really, really fun.
1: That, That reminds me of, you had me start watching The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel. Yes. And there is a comedian, Mm-hmm. who presents herself in a certain way. Right. And then Midge meets her for real. Yes. And there's such a juxtaposition of, wait a second. Right. So that's that's kind of a fun thing to interact yeah, with.
0: Yeah, that's a great connection. I hadn't thought about that. Um, I'm really excited to see what this author mm-hmm. writes next. I'll read it for sure, and I hope it's a sequel or sort of a continuation of this story um that's the golden spoon by jessa maxwell perfect and, to cozy up with
1: yes and the the cover mm-hmm. seems really cozy it's got a and beautiful cover too. yeah reminding me of a downton abbey-esque uh-huh. home yes yeah exactly kind of exactly i don't know i haven't read yeah. it yet so it's really good okay. yeah give it a try okay so what book do you want to tell you next well, I'd like to share the Socialite's Guide to Murder. Okay, um, it came out in 2022. This book is by S.K. Golden, and I picked it up purely because of the cool cover.
0: Mm.
1: I mean, that's I had never heard of the author or the book. Fantastic. I literally picked it up because of the the um, cover. I loved it so much. And then I read about it and wanted to dive into this cozy set in the Gilded Age. You Ooh, know, I'm a sucker. I love for that. That. <laughs> okay. So here's the starting point. It's nineteen fifty-eight in New York City, and Elizabeth Grace Murphy lives in the Pinnacle Hotel that her daddy owns. Everything is taken care of here, and she doesn't have to leave the hotel, which is good because she can't. Oh. She hasn't even tried in fourteen months. Okay. She and her sidekick, her Pomeranian mix pup, Presley, love the daily life they have at the Pinnacle. Uh, Presley goes everywhere with her in a little purse. Okay, love it. Okay. (laughs) And everyone knows Presley. Okay. So one evening, though, at an art opening in the hotel, a painting is stolen right before it's going to be revealed. And Evelyn's fake boyfriend, yep completely fake, okay. so you get to read more about that, okay. is the suspect. Okay. Soon after, though, the artist himself is found murdered in the hallway with a knife through his back, and all of a sudden, the police have another suspect. Mm. But Evelyn has always been known to be really good at finding things. She has found purses that were thought to be stolen, patrons' kids that found the best hiding places in the hotel, and she even found... Unfortunately, her mother mm. 15 years ago murdered in an alley. Oh, that's when she started being known to be good at finding okay. things. Okay. Okay. Evelyn is very good at finding anything she's being asked. And what she does, and what does she know best? The pinnacle and everyone that inhabits it. So, as Evelyn and her dog walker, bellhop friend, Mac, start to really follow some clues, and Evelyn finally attempts to leave the hotel. They are involved in a crash caused by someone cutting their brake lines in the car. This case has just gotten really personal, and it just made Evelyn more desperate to figure out the culprit and get them arrested. Okay. So these are some things that I really enjoyed about this cozy. The setting is wonderfully indulgent and cozy Mm. in and of itself. You have this posh hotel with our main character living in the penthouse. The hotel includes a clothing store, restaurants, a hidden room in the basement that dates back to Prohibition. And the weekly weddings that our main character finds herself crashing to keep life (laughs) kind of interesting. (laughs) Well, actually, her and Presley crash them. All of this set within the hustle and bustle of New York City. Um, The main character, Evelyn, is so different from a lot of other main characters. Um, She's spoiled, but she really wants to help the patrons around her and the staff. So she just flits around taking care of people. Um, She treats the hotel like her home. Getting her clothes ordered by Judy in the clothing shop in the lobby. Ordering specialties from the kitchen for her and for Presley. She's known for mimicking Marilyn Monroe with her style. But she has a depth she keeps hidden from others. Mm. She kind of realizes that she can get more from people when they think that she's ditzy and doesn't have a clue. Mm -hmm. She talks her friend into picking locks. Befriends a little girl who becomes a lookout While she's breaking into an office and has a huge relationship with a stage and screen star to get pictures above the fold of the times. She reminds me a little bit. I know I just talked about this, but (laughs) she reminds me a little bit of the main character from The Maid by Nita Prose. She seems unassuming, but can surprise even the reader at times. Okay. I also liked the character because I enjoyed imagining myself getting to live in this penthouse Mm -hmm. and have everything taken care of for me. It allowed me to cozy into the setting, even though that will never be my future. (laughs) (laughs) A girl can dream, though. Um, Just the pure coziness of this mystery. This isn't gory or super fast-paced. Even this little murder that happens... um, you know, the smaller mystery of the stolen painting and then the subsequent murder that follows it, it just felt a little like you said, kind of like Clue, mm-hmm. where anyone could have done it and everyone has reason to, but the author allows you to work it out just mm. kind of slowly. Mm-hmm. I knew who the murderer was, but it didn't stop me from enjoying it, and the writing made me second-guess myself a couple times. Mm -hmm. So if you're ready to cuddle up with a really fun and cozy mystery with just a beautiful cover, an intriguing main character, pick up The Socialite's Guide to Murder by S.K. Golden. Mm, I like that
0: connection with both books to Clue. Both
1: books set
0: in a building, uh-huh. Just like the game of
1: Clue, and isn't that interesting? Maybe the game of Clue was the first cozy. Yeah, I love it that <laughs> people mean, keep the movie made yeah. from Clue, even though it's kind of horrible. But I haven't seen the movie, but don't. Okay, I wouldn't suggest it. But <laughs> it is like a cozy. You kind of yeah. know what's happening. It's a little right. comical, which kind of balances the mm-hmm. murder. Right. I mean, when I'm finding myself saying. You know, a subsequent, a little murder. Exactly. You know, it, that's not the Well, just portion. like
0: in, in a cozy, the murder always takes place off stage. It right? does. So, yeah. I love that. Okay, well, I've got another book I'd like to read, uh, to add, that I just read. Mm. And it's a really fun cozy. And it's called Vera Wong's Unsolicited Advice for Murderers by Jesse Q. Sutanto. It just came out in March. It is going to make you very hungry for Chinese food and hot tea. Mm. So, I'm just warning you both of my books today are going to make you hungry. So, (laughs) and that's cozy too. It is. So, here's the starting point Vera Wong is a lonely lady in the book it says of a certain age <laughs> living in San Francisco above her tea shop oh, and Larry. although she makes an incredible cup of tea the shop has fallen on hard times and she has only one customer
1: oh <laughs> that's
0: sad that's sad right are it you is. <laughs> um, with her beloved husband gone as in passed away she focuses her energy on her son Calling and texting him constantly, as a good mother should, right? (laughs) Nothing in her solitary life changes until one morning, Vera comes downstairs and finds a dead man in her shop. And then new customers suddenly start showing up. And so begins her case to find the murderer. This book is delightful. And there are just a few things that make it a great cozy, probably more than a few things. <laughs> but these are the ones I'm gonna highlight. One, it has a cast of potential suspects that are all hiding secrets. Mm-hmm. They're all quirky. Yes. And you're gonna love all of them.
1: I, that's another element of the cozy, mm-hmm. right? They're right. not scary characters. No. They're just quirky and.
0: They're odd, and you want to know them. Yes. This one has a super fun setting. So it takes place in a large city, but the tea shop Mm -hmm. provides that homey setting that cozies often have. Mm -hmm. So just like in the other two books had the hotel and Uh the manor house, this has the tea shop. Yes. All of the suspects are tied to the dead man in Vera's shop, but they don't know each other before. And you know how usually in this genre the victim is a bad person who has done others wrong oh yeah well that holds so true in this one (laughs) i love the way that vera cooks for the suspects oh who become her new friends and her food (laughs) is so comforting and it's described in such a yummy way The cooking of these meals is as much a comfort to Vera as it is to the new friend group. Mm. She also makes teas that sound delicious. And the teas and the dishes she creates are based on what she thinks people need in their lives at the time Mm -hmm. or what they're lacking. And it reminded me a little, just that one part reminded Mm -hmm. me a little bit bit of a book i just read called Lady Tan's Circle oh. of Women
1: mm-hmm.
0: and uh, by Lisa C and in that book the main character would devise cures for people okay. based on what their body needed oh. or what they were lacking or what they had so she's doing of. that
1: through her food and her she's TV. doing that yeah so that it. was really
0: fun Vera becomes the glue that holds everyone and everything together. And Mm -hmm. in this book, she finds family and purpose, and that makes for a happy ending. Mm -hmm. And she's such a quirky character herself. She (laughs) is trying to be helpful to the police by doing things such as she took a Sharpie marker and drew uh, the outline of the dead body (laughs) for them. And she also (laughs) takes a flash drive off the dead body Uh. and doesn't tell the police or anyone else that she has it. I mean, she does reveal that later, but right. She's Mm. just so quirky. I think this would make a series Mm. that a lot of people would enjoy following. So I hope the author has some more cases for Vera Mm -hmm. in mind
1: You liked Vera that much. You'd like to see her again. I would.
0: Yeah, and it has a really cute cover, and I love the way that the police couldn't... And this is also in Cozies, right? The amateur sleuth is never liked Mm -hmm. by the police, Mm -hmm. and the police didn't care for Vera because of her helpfulness, (laughs) Um, but they did like the food that she cooked for them (laughs) and that she would bring them. So... I I really, really enjoyed this Sounds book. That's good. Vera Wong's Unsolicited Advice for Murderers by Jesse Q Sutanto.
1: I'm excited. That's one that I'll read. This the cover is super it's cute. It's really cute. Right? It has her peeking out from mm-hmm. kind of the window. Yeah,
0: she's peeking out. I love yeah.
1: it. Yeah.
0: Um Okay. Yeah. Well I'm excited. What do you have in your hand right now? Because this is <laughs> I know what you've got in your hand
1: and it's a surprise. Yeah. It's a very big surprise. And it it's not cozy. No. No, this one does not connect. Sometimes we connect them just by chance because uh-huh. that's just what we generally do. Mm-hmm. But I will tell you, this one does not.
0: Well, I, it does connect a little bit because it's
1: about dead. Dead <laughs> things. Okay, dead go things. ahead. Sorry. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> Well, I did a thing. What was it? <laughs> I read a nonfiction book. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks to the recommendation. And pretty, like, um, she, she didn't just recommend it once. Okay. It was a few times okay. by my friend Allison. Um, so I finally just gave in when okay. I read it. The book is stiff. The uh-huh. Curious Lives of Human Cadavers mm. by Mary Roach. Okay. I love her name, too. I do, too. Yeah. By Mary Roach. Yes. I read a book that literally has two feet of a dead person with a tag on its toe. On the cover? On the cover. Okay. <laughs> really right. draws you let's, in. Let's hear. Okay. This came out in 2003, and Mary Roach has written many others since then, including one called Grunt. One called Fuzz. They all look very interesting. And she has a great style that allows her nonfiction to read kind of like a fiction book, or at least that's what I thought. Okay. That's what kept me going. So this book is about what cadavers are used for both willingly and unwillingly over the last 2,000 years. I say unwillingly because some of them were dug up from graves. Okay. Um, In early times by doctors to or doctoral students to help them practice. Um, They've been used to solve mysteries, like the TWA Flight 800. They've been used to test things eventually used for humans, such as the guillotine and in car safety measures. Um, They have ridden in the space shuttle. What? And they've been used to help people in the medical field practice procedures, which is probably the one I would know the most. Yes. Um, Each section of this book focuses on a different use throughout history, and it was beyond interesting. For instance, these are things I now quote like when I'm out at a dinner party. Okay, yeah. Which isn't often. I'm sure you're very popular. Yes. (laughs) Did you know that the reason bodies bloat... (laughs) once <laughs> they're dead is because the sphincter and intestines don't work anymore and can't release gas like we do while we're living. I didn't know that, but... No, you good to know. Yeah, yeah. dinner conversation. Yes. Good conversation. <laughs> they also look at the universities around the world that are using them to help look at forensic mysteries to help kind of solve current cases, um, like a college in Tennessee, a university has a whole, they call it the body garden. Okay. And they have um, dead bodies um, buried in different situations and at different points Uh so that students can come in and learn to be able to identify kind of how they were taken care of or buried and when. Okay. Helping solve some mysteries. Um, So that's kind of interesting because that's a current thing. Um, So if you're looking to branch out or are a generally curious person, this is a great book and author to check out. Like I said, it was fascinating and took me no time at all to read because of the fantastic writing. And I have really brought some interesting and creepy things to just Mm -hmm. general conversations after what I learned. My husband loves it. Nice. Bring up some things. The family loves it at dinner. And thank you, Allie, for that recommendation and kind of for pushing me out of my comfort zone like we all need sometimes. And that was Stiff, The Curious Lives of Human Cadavers by Mary Roach. Okay. Let's leave it there. <laughs> so glad you joined us today.
0: If you'd like some other titles that go along with this theme, check out our show notes from today's episode. Please share this
1: episode with a friend and check us out on Instagram at The Book Bumble. We'd love it if you would subscribe to our podcast. Join us next time with a new bundle of wonderful reads. Until next time.